Good morning, Simon's Rock. This is Elizabeth and Eli. Hey, how's it going, guys? Broadcasting next to the STD pamphlets on the third floor of the student union because all the conference rooms were occupied. We're bringing here to you the second episode of Anomaly, our student-produced podcast on campus. All right, so quick question for you guys. If you had to pick one faculty or staff member to talk about, who would it be? I know for me it would be Heidi from the snack bar. Yeah, she's great. So today we're showcasing fellow junior Oscar Hernandez as he interviews his favorite faculty member, computer science professor Aaron Williams. So stay tuned as Aaron tells us all about surviving grad school, biking across South America, and how to pull a successful all-nighter. All right, Aaron, where, where are you from? Uh, I'm, I grew up in Canada, uh, near Toronto, a city called Barrie, Ontario. Okay. Kind of like Great Barrington, but oh, just the Barrie part. That's great. Um, so what did you do your PhD in? I did my computer, uh, my PhD in computer science. Uh, it was at the University of Victoria, and that was in uh, the Department of Engineering, actually. Um, well, I, you also teach math classes here, right? So, how do you how do you find the balance, or how did you find the balance between choosing to do your PhD in comp sci over math? Uh, well, I've always sort of under I've alternated in my education, so. Starting out in my undergraduate at the University of Waterloo, I started out doing it in computer science. And in my third and fourth year, I did enough other math courses to also get an undergraduate in combinatorics. So in my undergrad, I had two, one in computer science, one in um, combinatorics. And then in my master's, I did it. I stayed at Waterloo and did it in combinatorics. And then for my PhD, I switched back to computer science. So I've sort of alternated, and in my postdocs, I've switched between computer science and math. So for me, I'm always sort of looking at the overlap of the two, um, and yeah, so. That all sounds like pretty research-based. Why, why did you choose to go into academia over like anything else that computer science can prepare you for? So part of the undergraduate uh, degree at Waterloo is... Um, a co-op program is really popular there, which means you alternate semesters of working and going to school. Every four months you switch back and forth. So it's a bit of a crazy schedule because you're moving every four months, but it was really valuable. So during the course of my undergraduate, which took five calendar years, um, in total you're doing eight semesters of school and six semesters of work. So I got to work three semesters in Ottawa at a company called Corel. They make uh, products like Corel Draw and uh, WordPerfect and that sort of thing. Uh, back in the late 90s, they were really competing against Microsoft. So it was the top office software where uh, Corel and uh, Microsoft, uh, we sort of know who won that battle in the long term. But anyway. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> obviously. And then uh, I also did uh, three work terms at uh, a graphics company, a Hollywood special effects company in Montreal called Discrete Logic. And... Um, at the end of those six terms, I sort of realized I didn't want to program as a job, at least at that time. I'd kind of burnt out a little bit at programming. Um, so at the end of my undergrad, I thought it would be nice to consider doing more uh, research stuff, like more 
academic stuff. And but it didn't really fall to it really didn't come together until um, I finished my undergrad, and I didn't quite know what I was going to do after. Uh, but fortunately, there was a scholarship I had applied for um, like months earlier for graduate school, and um, it came it came up that I got it. So I was able to do a master's in Ontario, which is a province in Canada. But the result was I'd get a little bit of a financial bonus to doing um, uh, a master's degree if I stayed in Ontario. So that's what sort of started me towards academia. So I was both a little burnt out from programming and I had this nice opportunity because of a little scholarship to do a master's degree. So that's what, that was a big push towards that. What was your favorite class as an undergrad? As an undergrad, I mean, it's a tough call. Um, My favorite class probably was algorithms and data structures, which was, um, at Waterloo, it was a 200 course, 200 level course. Um, and also theory of computation I really enjoyed and both of those classes I sort of um, each section was being taught like there was two versions of each course being taught um, like two different sections so I'd go to both of them actually and attend both lectures and they were actually quite different both of the sections um, They were, and actually they were both taught by husband and wife Teams, so it's like Tuesday, Thursday. It was uh, Brabacher Rag Day, and then uh, you know Monday, Wednesday, Friday. One Monday, Wednesday, Friday was uh, Naomi Nishimura. Say it was uh, that was the schedule, and so every day I was getting a little bit uh, of the course, and you know there was overlap between them, and seeing the material twice really helped. So I really liked the material, and I was super prepared for it, and I really loved those courses. Okay, so we were just talking about your undergrad. Like, how old were you when you got your degree? So when I got to my first year at Waterloo, I was just turning 19. And then because of the co-op program, I had five years as an undergrad. So you were like 24. Yeah, yeah. That's wow. yeah. When so, I was so when I was leaving. Young years in college. That's right. What? How did you have fun back then? Well, I didn't end up having much fun fun until I left Waterloo, to be honest. I mean, Waterloo is the technical school of Canada, similar to what MIT is in the United States. And so there it was all about taking technical courses and, you know, it was a lot of late nights and it was a lot of studying hard and a lot of a lot of my funny stories have to do with, uh, you know, ridiculous late night study sessions and being exhausted and all that kind of stuff. What kind of stuff happened when you were exhausted? Um, so we, we would regularly stay up all night and then go to class the next day. And so a, a key point in time for us would be at 6 a.m., it was called the Right Angle Cafe in the math building, would open up. So if we were staying late, then we'd only have to stay a few more hours to get uh, you know something to eat, and then that would sort of tide us through the rest of the day. But, you know, sometimes you start losing your sanity or your grip on reality. And, uh, for example, I remember one one time staying up all night and then rushing to get to my 8.30 a.m. class. And I was a few minutes late and I walk up right up to the front of the class. There's about 30 or 40 people in the class. And, and I walk right up to the front of the class and I put my books down and I open up my backpack and get out my notebook and get out my pen. And I start catching up on the first board of what has been written down and I'm like 
oh, we have a substitute teacher today. I'm like, huh, okay. And I keep writing down notes, and I'm like, this does not seem to be related to what we were talking about last class. And then I look behind me, and it's like, I don't know anybody in the class except one guy at the very back who's laughing and pointing at me because I had messed up what day it was, and I was in the wrong class. Uh, that was kind of embarrassing. Uh, anyway, things like that. We were also we also discovered ways to try and keep ourselves awake if we'd stay up all night. So, like a good trick is um, asking questions, sitting at the front, and then if you want to get more dramatic, you can like bite your hand. <laughs> That'll keep you awake for a little bit. Uh, yeah, I did that. Um, the highest we ever achieved on that was my fr- friend uh, Umjed. One time when the professor was writing it, like he had his back turned and was writing on the wall or writing on the board, he stood up, he took his shirt off, he did a 360, spun around, put his shirt back on and sat back down. <laughs> and like, so everybody in the class was staring at him. The professor had no idea what had happened. And he was like wide awake for the rest of the class. Oh, yeah. So it worked like a charm. All right, so you were, you were pretty young, right? Did you, um, did you ever do any traveling? I heard that you went to South America for a while. When was that? That was also during my undergrad. That was um, the following following year, the following winter. I did an amazing bike trip um, starting uh, the very south of South America. This place called Porto Williams in Chile on Isla Navarino. Oh, your namesake. My namesake, that's right. And I was there with a good friend of mine, James Padwick, and we biked for two months. He had an extra month. I was actually in school. I was, well, don't don't bring this up with my mom, but I was skipping school for the first two months of my last semester. So I was, uh, I was learning, I learned group theory and cryptography while I was doing the biking. I would read at night. It was a great way to learn. And uh, the biking was amazing. And we crossed the Andes like six or seven times. Uh, it was amazing. Like once we crossed the Andes just to go to this resort town to get ice cream. <laughs> it was unbelievable. The ice cream, where was that? Um, Bariloche in uh, Argentina. And I, this was back when Argentina and the American dollar were on par. One dollar for one dollar. And in th- two or three days there, I ate $50 of, of ice cream. <laughs> so, yeah, you might see me enjoying the ice cream at the dining hall. I really like it. But nothing compares to what they had there. It was just insane. It was amazing. And plus, we'd been biking for a month, so it was like, oh, we were so hungry. Did you um, did you maintain your hygiene all that time? I don't uh, imagine that you were well-shaven. No, no, there wasn't a lot of shaving going on. There was not much showering. We were living outside, basically, <laughs> cooking outside. We had trailers and pots and pans, and, uh, like, we'd make a, you know, we had cooking stoves and whatnot. And, uh, but, you know, on the same token, we were going swimming all the time, so, I mean... We settled into our own hygiene, I guess. It always felt weird when we would go inside, though. It was like, whoa, inside people. <laughs> like, whoa. Do they, do they have, like, normal haircuts or something? Um, well, yeah, we'd cut our own hair then. And I maintained cutting my own hair for a while after that. Just, like, uh, get some scissors and chop, chop, chop. <laughs> How, how'd you get so into biking? Um, first time I did a bike trip was when I was doing my work term at Corel. So that's in Ottawa. Okay. Yeah. And we had, um, we had just had a product release. We released like Corel Draw 8, 
you know, which was the version of the software we were working on at the time. And it's like before a version of the software is released, there's a big crunch to try and fix all the bugs. And so after that, everyone was given two weeks off. And so I decided to go visit my friends who were at school at a university called Guelph. Oh. And, um, uh, yeah, which I've had some other connections with later. And I thought it would be kind of crazy to, to try and bike there. I'd never done something like that, but um, I got a bike and actually I even rented a bike because <laughs> I didn't have a good long distance bike. And that was the first time I did that. And I was closer in age to you at that time. I mean, I was... 19, right? So, I mean, I didn't like spending money. That's for sure. So I didn't get any hotels or anything. I just, one night I slept outside, just in a ditch, basically. And another night I just stayed up the whole night. Uh, and I got really exhausted around like four or five in the morning. And I found um, one of the Canadian banks is called CIBC. And uh, it had one of those, like, you know, you scan in your card and you get into an inside yeah. uh, uh, ATM. And I slept on the floor there for a little while. Uh, so, yeah. I know what it's like when I see students not wanting to spend any money because it was the same for me, too. It was like, oh, I could have got a hotel for, like, 40 bucks. It was like, no way. <laughs> no, you can Why would I do that? Ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Why would I do that? Um, that was the first time and I really loved it it was super fun and I love I love biking you might see me around campus uh, I got a fat bike here in the winter with the really fat knobby tires and uh, yeah it's one of my favorite things to do and actually it was one of the reasons I liked coming here too is there's a lot of great biking around here stick around as Aaron talks about coming to Simon's Rock as a professor